Hello, everybody. This is Julie Brown. Happy hamstrings is this podcast. Today is Friday, August the 28th. This podcast is designed to follow my journey and not just through my yoga training, which is why I started it, but just uh, to follow my yoga journey. And I'm going to start reaching out to others and get them to share their yoga journey. Today, I finally, I finally retook the test. So what I think I took before had similar questions. And this one definitely had more questions like that I was expecting that wasn't on the previous test, I don't think. Um, It didn't take as long as I thought. The essay part took most of my morning. And that was interesting to um, write about the... Well, I don't really want to give out their essay question. I, I don't think that would be ethical on my part to give out the test questions or the essay questions. So I'll just say it was interesting to uh, review in an essay format everything I've been learning. And yeah, I didn't get every question right. It's, they um, remind you at the beginning, not, not an open book, you know, put your materials away, you know, just take a deep breath, see what see what happens, what you can remember. And it's a lot to remember. Now, <laughs> I've been studying for a year and there's a lot of Sanskrit and of course the muscle uh, the words with muscles are Latin um, but the, of course that's not what I misspelled on this I, somehow I got one question wrong <laughs> because I managed to misspell rejuvenation uh, I don't even know how I managed to do that but I managed to misspell rejuvenation and there were a few questions that I typed correctly, but I made the mistake of putting punctuation at the end with like a period. I'm I'm still like I I should have known better than to put the punctuation. I'm anyway. I think they even like several months ago warned us about that. I still put a period at the end of some of the sentences. Anyway, taking off points for putting periods at the ends of sentences. I still made 80%, which is pretty good, right? It was more than 80 questions. It was pretty lengthy test and lengthy essays. So I don't know yet uh, what's the next step. I have to wait, I think, for her to watch my Facebook Live. I did another one last night because the other two... I'm one of those people I wake up every day like, I could do better today. So I told her... As I said, I'm like, don't even watch the old ones. I'm just going to make a new one. And instead of just me talking to my screen with no students practicing and it being awkward, I was able to go to the Hampton Inn and they were kind enough to allow me to go live to the Facebook group for the teacher trainees. And that was really good for me and hopefully good for the trainee group too, because these yogis have great energy if you're listening from the hampton inn guys y'all are awesome they support each other they're they're kind of like always cracking jokes you know what i mean like they're still serious about their practice but they know how to make it fun and keep it fun without too much seriousness on it um i i don't know if i'm gonna get i think when they review it they might say something to me about the level of seriousness isn't really like a serious tone um, I mean, they do crack jokes there, 
I'm sure that they'll realize upon watching it that I have a good relationship, having, having taught there for years. And they were there for that transition, right? Because I wasn't teaching Journey into Power when they first met me. I believe I made that transition just shortly afterwards. So they saw how the flow became more and more challenging. And yes, I'm, I believe the Journey into Power sequence helped my flow. And every time I think about reverting back to this older sequence, which is much easier sequence, um, I remind myself that any sequence can be hard or easy. You just can make it so. Uh, it's kind of like spinning class, you know. It's up to you to dial up that tension on the wheel, dial up the knob. It's kind of the same thing when you unroll the mat. It's up to you. How much work do you want to put into it? It's not really about what kind of poses the teachers are laying out for you. Now, yeah, sometimes I have been to classes where um, I felt like I could have, you know, expended more energy. Maybe it was, like, easy. That's what I love about no one's going to come to my Journey into Power class and leave, like, feeling like, wow, that was just too easy. You're not ever <laughs> going to hear that from a Baptiste-inspired class because they're very uh, challenging. So what I want to talk about today is I had four classes yesterday, and then I had a class this morning, and um, I got into a little bit of a frenzy with the technology. So... Um, <laughs> this has been an interesting learning process to uh, juggle both Zoom students and live students at the same time. Because, you know, you've got to watch out for the camera angles, the volume of the music. You've got to make sure you're addressing and engaging both the online crowd and the in-person crowd. And um, I don't know, last night I had a moment where I thought I could use Studio 2. I didn't check the schedule. I ran downstairs. Um... I just thought I could use the setup and then, oh, I've I've left my phone upstairs and I have to zoom like right now. And I forgot that Studio 2 was being used. So I had to run back up to the upstairs and begin the belly dance. And this was the fourth class of the day. It was like seven o'clock at night. <laughs> really challenging. Um, I finally just, the door was locked and you have to have a mask on in this gym but since the door was locked and I was alone in the studio, I just went ahead and took my mask off. Um, yeah, it's it's very challenging for me to get my cardio on with a mask on. I mean, it is possible. We've The teachers have been doing it. Um, but yeah, it's pretty hot in August in Alabama. <laughs> it was like almost 80 degrees this morning. And that was very early when I was out. Um, this morning I just had one on zoom and one in person. It went great. Um, she forgot her mat. She forgot they weren't giving out mats. So I gladly let her use my mat. I'm not bothered by that. I told her it's okay. Don't worry. I said, they supply me with all the things I need to clean. So don't worry. Um, it was just really good for me to have a few classes in a row again, where it feels like things are finally, finally getting back to normal. And I'll have a class in the morning. Right now, it's just looking like a one-on-one -on -one class. But that's totally fine with me. Like I said, I just want things to go resume. Let us, let us resume with our practice, with our life, and taking care of ourselves. And, you know, staying on our path to wellness. 
Um, I know I'm not the only one who's gained some weight during lockdown. <laughs> so I'm super uh, nervous and excited about the the test. Getting 80% with some punctuations. <laughs> Just putting the period on the ends of sentences. That's pretty funny. Um, where will I do my 300 hours and when is my next uh, goal setting. I might even wait two more years before I start my 300 hours. Originally, my plan was to start right away. I mean, I was really going to just, I was considering, and I was already telling my husband this, I was, uh, I found a school where you get a beach hut and you pretty much stay there for a month just studiously learning. And I don't, I don't know. I, I, all the, all those things are not happening anyway, <laughs> for the most part. And it looks like it's going to be something that happens like online, not on a beach. Um, this has been, this has been an interesting journey. Like I said, I'm so glad that I started the, the podcast so that from one class to the next, from one experience to the next, I can tell you all about what I'm learning, um, all, all the steps, all the practices. And as soon as I get my certification, um, the next step for me will be to register and pay the Yoga Alliance my, um, my dues. I, I do have a lot of yoga-related goals. And at the same time, I've realized that even though the certification is going to mean so much to me, before my training started, I put myself into just too many categories. Like I limited myself. Like wh- what if I can't just teach yoga? What if I can't unload a truck? What if I like what if I'm just a warehouse worker? What if I'm just a personal trainer? What if I'm just a belly dance teacher and I've got to make money this way and I have to stop I have to stop with that because it's not dependent on one gym or another. It's not really dependent on whether if I have one warehouse job or another warehouse job. It doesn't even matter like which kind of pieces of paper that I'm carrying around, right? Doesn't matter what I wear to the gym despite what some people might think. What matters is if somebody comes to my class, whatever type of class, let's just say yoga, if you're going to unroll your mat with me, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to waste your time talking about my problems. I'm not going to waste your time talking about like what is or isn't happening in my life because my students, I presume, have things to do. There's other places they could be. This time they sacrifice, not for me, it's for themselves. And even though we're some of us are on lockdown. It is a little bit harder than ever to make quiet time for yourself. And most of the places I was previously scoping out for yoga studios, it all seems all, if you're in a good place for um, people to see where you're at, you know, like a downtown location, it seems like there's always that potential for sirens. Like, you know, you don't want to be too close to the fire station with a yoga studio or too close to a hospital. I did teach yoga at Trilogy Wellness, which kind of was close to the hospital. Um, There was only three or four classes where we would hear ambulances. It did happen, but 
it's just part of being in the downtown area. Um, I'm on to set the next goal, uh, not just for yoga training. Uh, as I previously stated, I've decided to go back to JSU and I'm going to focus on getting exercise science degree. I've had a lot to reflect on, especially the thing with the chair. I've already talked about this on another one, so I'm not going to brood about the chair. But um, the bank, <laughs> just to refresh and kind of give you guys an update that's following my story, the bank did refund me for the chair <laughs> that I thought I purchased, and I turned out uh, to be scammed from a Facebook ad for a chair. Um, it's given me a lot to think about. Like, where where do I stand? Am I too idealistic? or trusting like am I gonna become super paranoid to buy things online now (laughs) well that can't happen right like especially since your methods of shopping are limited right now some in some places you can't be afraid to buy things online I just have to be extra cautious (laughs) and uh, no more clicking Facebook ads Also, Facebook keeps trying to give me coupons for ads, and ever since that incident, I do not want to advertise my business on there. I have got to find another way. I just know that MindBody app is a great program, and if you're in a big city, like let's say you're in, I don't know, let's just use Atlanta. If you're in Atlanta, that mind body app has probably served you well because a lot of people have it. But the city I live in is a small town and even the tech support at mind body has confirmed yoga is not a big thing on mind body in my town. It's because there's no really big studios. It seems like things like those big apps that make like if the headquarters is making millions of dollars, they're charging a lot of money. <laughs> to push your classes and you have to depend on all of your students having the app um and like i said in a big city when it's really active studios that does work in a small city i'm not so sure when when will we come to the point where mind body would benefit me for as expensive as it costs the compromise was eventbrite so i've locked i've locked in on that technique. Um, furthermore, I'm also learning more about this Weebly, which is what I use for my business. Um, it's like a browser based, so you don't have to know a lot about programming to design your website. And I've been trying to make my website a little nicer. I've been finding little things here and there where I had written in like maybe four years ago something and looking back on it I'll say oh I shouldn't have like about the yoga I had mentioned trilogy wellness and that was in the description of yoga so I went back and I edited it I was like wow that that was in my description of yoga and I was talking about this and I forgot it was it's like I don't really go back and read my bio and my abouts so I have to go back and start refreshing and updating and I've decided once I do get my certification of course I'm probably just going to revamp the whole about me page. Um, Not to be led by ego, but I like having the website there for my business point. And I was afraid that getting a website would make it look like I had an ego or something. Um, 
I think it's just part of running a business and I was worried what people would think about me at the beginning. Like when I first got my website, I guess I thought, well, I've got a business, but what are people going to think if I name it this? And why did I care? <laughs> Looking back now, I'm like, after all this self-study, I realized why should I care what anybody thinks about what I call my business? It's, you know, my business. Wow. The self-study, you guys, it is hard work. <laughs> I'm not like running through the finish line as I thought I would feel. I feel like I'm just like the beginning stages to start to learn so much more, not just about yoga, but about myself and how I can kind of make new progress by detaching from any previous decisions that I made um, that was based off of, how can I say, just not facts. Sometimes we base things just not on facts. And you start to look for the real. <laughs> you start making better decisions. Um, focusing on my time management. Focusing on my financial um, of my business and making sure I stay caught up on all the expenses. There's a lot of work to run in a business. And in addition to just teaching a class and having a prep playlist, now we have to sanitize the doors, the keys, the radio, anything we touch, we have to uh, sanitize it and sign off that we've sanitized it. It's just been quite a ride. It's quite a learning process. Um, I'm I'm just wondering, am I going to have to wear a mask in one of these gyms forever? Like, it feels like it's, for, I know they say, they keep saying this, this won't last forever. But has this changed? Like some of the big box gyms, has it changed forever? <laughs> it's just making me wonder, like, I have no control over not just the schedule, but it seems to me that I have to be prepared because the rules can change, not just every day, but they could change the rules twice a day. Um, so there you have it. I have like 11 classes this week, uh, counting tomorrow's, something like 11 classes this week. So I am feeling it. <laughs> I'm feeling it for sure. Um, I really get good energy from the motivation that comes from being within that energy. So when you surround yourself with a lot of people who are highly motivated, notice that you will feel motivated as well. Um, even maintaining that social distancing. <laughs> All right, this will be the last August podcast. I always try to bring a lot of energy whenever I'm teaching and I tried a podcast with that same amount of energy. Um, obviously, fitness teachers are not robots <laughs> as much as we're expected to be. Um, we're not robots, but I try to bring as much energy as I can, um, not just as a fitness teacher, but as a human being. Um, you wouldn't believe how many um, humanity arguments that I get into just all the time. <laughs> Because I won't budge. It's, you know, everything that everybody thinks is a politics issue. Typically, it's not a politics issue. It's an issue of humanity. 
just humans should treat humans well. Um, and I won't budge on that. I don't, I don't, there's no, there's no reason anybody should be arguing with that. So with that being said, I say to you, never drain or waste your energy. Um, Conserve your energy. Put yourself towards your goals. Whatever your goals may be, write it down, focus on it. Don't let anything distract you from it. Um, I'm going to avoid starting a lot of different projects at once because I find that's my way of avoiding things. I'm just going to keep making my list. That's what's helping me. Doing my little checklist, get my things done. Um, As soon as I found out I had to take that test, uh, I told you guys on the podcast yesterday, I said, I'm going to take, I'm just going to leave right now off this podcast and I'm just going to take this test. And I checked my notifications on my phone. I looked around at what time it was and I was like, I have like two hours before I have three classes in a row and I had not eaten. (laughs) So I decided not to take the test right before I had three classes. I just, I just didn't want to do that. I wanted to make sure that my whole day was clear and that's what I did. Um, I'm trying to think how long it took me to take the test. Probably about 30 minutes. Um, for all 68 or whatever it was, the number of questions, plus it was five short essays. Um, just, they're trying to take in what you have learned before you pass to make sure that you're studying and learning and growing. I don't know what they charge for their 300 hours, but oh my goodness, I would hate to think it takes a year. <laughs> I guess if it's online, it could take any number of months. <laughs> to get in 300 hours it just depends on um I guess it just depends on the curriculum and the software because yeah it feels like it feels like they have to put a lot of work the the studio I use dance and dogs they put a lot 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 of work um there was just tons of videos made available to me tons of classes they have a whole community of teachers so yeah I picked the right place Also, one of the next orders of business is very important to me is I'm going to petition for National Academy of Sports Medicine to recognize dancing dogs as a school because when they um, communicated with me, it sounds like that's all you have to do if you went to a school for fitness education and the credits won't apply to your NASM, you can, it doesn't necessarily happen, but you can send in and petition for your school of fitness education to be on the National Academy of Sports Medicine list of recognized educators. And I do feel like that Dance and Dogs is, um, they should be on that, is is eligible. Um, Especially as much time as anybody puts into a 200 hour, you know, maybe not like a one day workshop would be worth credits, but a 200 hour certification Uh, Yes, that should be something that goes towards my personal training certification. I would also like to note something else I wrote about within um, today's essay, actually, when I wrote the essays this morning. I made a huge mistake. Well, we won't even call it a mistake. I'll just say I had a, a a judgment error. 
I was looking at this yoga thing, like personal training, like all about the form. And, you know, I want to have this form correct. I want to have that form correct. I want to bring all the badassery to the yoga room. And holy shit, I just stepped back from the whole process and all this training. And I'm like, man, I have a lot of work to do on myself. Um, I want to be the best teacher I can be. And I know there's always room for improvement. So I'm just going to keep working on it. I'm going to keep working on it every day. For today, I'm going to take rest because I am exhausted. So remember, rest is just as important as work. And I'm going to wrap up this episode by saying, holy moly. (laughs) Or let's just go with it. Holy shit. (laughs) I finally took the real test. (laughs) It was... uh, it was it was good. It was good to get it out of the way. Uh, I even considered like early this morning having to get up at five o'clock to go to work. Oh, should I just wait? Maybe I should just wait till Sunday. No, I'm glad that I did not put it off. I just went ahead and I got it done. All right, I'll be back next week. I can't believe it's only one more week until the Horsepins Forty Craft Fair, where I will be vending. Um, Unfortunately, I guess I won't be able to hand out my business cards yet because I have to pay Yoga Alliance and it's looking like that's much slower process than expected. But um, yeah, I'll just make a little banner with my website on it and make the most of it. Not like not like people really want your business card as frequently these days. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to try to look on the positive side of things. It's an outdoor event. Uh, business cards aren't an essential part of a craft booth, so it's going to be fine. Wherever you're at and whatever you're doing and whoever's listening to this, I hope that you are well. I hope you and your family are keeping safe and making healthy decisions, healthy choices for a just wonderful way of living. Have a great weekend, and I will talk to you guys in September you have any questions related to yoga if you have any not just yoga if you have any questions related to personal training um if you want to talk about chakras <laughs> I, I like the, the fact that i listened to one of my replays and i said accidentally said chakra instead of chakra it's chakra <laughs> get it right julie chakra not not chakra it's chakra uh, I had a I had a teacher who was a doctor of physiology that was not so much into that side of yoga. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we all learn. I will never stop forgetting that my students can teach me. May you be happy, healed, and free. Bring peace and energy when you walk in the room. And be the light. Stay in the light. Namaste. <laughs>